Hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of Sunday to Sunday. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Anthelancey, and I'm here with the people I enjoy doing life and ministry with, the social media ninja, Mademoiselle Stephanie Nobles. Hi! And the best dad joke preacher of 2019, Anthony Braswell. Hey, thanks. <laughs> awesome. Was that, did I get an award? That was a real that? thing, yeah. That's I'll print awesome. a certificate for you later. <laughs> Very cool. Please do. A little gold seal on the bottom. <laughs> we really do love doing life together. And one of my favorite things about this podcast is we always start out with something fun. So I got a question for you guys. Okay. When you were in middle school, whatever year that was, whatever decade that was, who was like your favorite artist at that time? I have always liked all types of music, lots of different types of music. I have an eclectic taste when it comes to songs and bands and things like that. Um, in the seventh grade, I was really into a newer band at the time called Bare Naked Ladies. What? <laughs> they were <laughs> contemporary Christian. No, they were not contemporary Christian. They were more kind of like pop, alt rock, and I love them. And we got to do a report on our favorite band or sports team and all that kind of stuff. In the seventh grade, and in my naivete, I googled that on the internet in the school library for my report, <laughs> oh. and we had problems, you guys. It was not great. I did not go to detention. <laughs> Thankfully, um, I grew up in a small town, so all of my teachers and the school staff knew me, and they knew that I would never ever google something like that maliciously so Your teachers had a good laugh with that one. <laughs> they really did i'm sure they all um, shared that at the um all county staff meeting but anyways wow. well we are that full was my of information band. here first lesson of the day do not google stephanie's favorite band absolutely yes. not <laughs> wow awesome i think for I think for me, it'd have to be usher i listen to a lot of usher oh, that okay. yeah. Yeah. let it burn Jonathan. gotta let it burn Usher. You remind me. Yeah. Man, yeah. that's crazy. My favorite um, back in those days was Stephen Curtis Chapman, and my favorite song was, oh, was when uh, he had a little little rap. Did he just do that? Well, you got to understand, my mom and dad would not let us listen to... Um, Anything but Christian music. <laughs> so we, uh, we didn't really have a lot of the Usher and Bare Naked Ladies in our home. <laughs> we listened to the Anchorman and Gold City. Well, great. <laughs> listening to some four-part <laughs> harmony with my dad. <laughs> I will say my favorite secular album that I ever bought was Whitney Houston's The Bodyguard soundtrack. Because I'm the so queen good. of the night. Oh. That's my favorite song. So Good, so good. Also, do not Google Queen of the Night. <laughs> we have so much information. Do to not share. Google Queen of the Night or Bare Naked Ladies. But you I'll should, put that in the show notes. You should listen to Stephen Curtis Chapman. Got to be true. <laughs> wow, what a start! What a start! What so, a start. Pastor, from this past week, we were in week three of maybe this year, and I just wanted to talk about a point that you made during your sermon. Hopefully, you can elaborate on it as well. Okay, uh, you were talking about generosity. Um, one of your points, you said, generous giving to God leads to generous blessing from God. And yeah. you gave a really awesome analogy about Cain and Abel and kind of what they gave. Can you speak more on, on that story and, and kind of what you expounded on? Yeah, I really, I really can. You know, the thing that the big idea of the day was the fact that, that we want to be financially free to do God's will for our life. Mm -hmm. And that small steps over time can lead to big results. We've been using that biblical truth to apply it to really every topic this month. 
and I think it even applies to the topic of finances. And so we talked a lot about God's model for generosity and what that looks like, and we were talking about the idea of tithing. A tithe is simply this. It's giving 10% of my income back to God. And I even asked the question on Sunday, why why 10 and not 4, 7, or even 15? I don't know, but I think God knew we needed a guide to help us take these steps toward generosity. So it's not just 10, it's the first 10. And it goes all the way back to Genesis chapter 4, and we read a story about Cain and his brother Abel. And the Bible says that Abel kept flocks, and Cain worked the soil. And in the course of time, Cain brought some of his fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. So it says he brought some of his fruits to the Lord. And Abel brought an offering, fat portions from from the firstborn of his flock. And it says that the Lord looked upon Abel with favor, but Cain, he didn't receive that offering from Cain. So Cain was angry. And when I read that as a kid, the only thing that I could come up with as a conclusion was that we weren't supposed to just eat vegetables that God wanted us to eat meat because he accepted the meat offering, but not the vegetables. And so I used that as an excuse to not eat vegetables. You know? And that certainly wasn't the deal. Uh, the deal was is that Cain just brought some of his offering to the mm. Lord when Abel brought his best. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I think as sometimes as believers, you know, when we think about giving, whether it's of our time, our treasure, our talent, I think sometimes God gets the leftovers and he gets the sum. He doesn't get that that first crop. And I think us as believers have to be careful that it's not about what we give, but prioritizing when we give. So I thought that was so cool that you brought that that And I think it's important that we take a step back and realize that everything we have is the Lord's anyway. He gave it to us. And so, um, you know, we may spend money on groceries and bills and the things that we want or whatever, but even in that, we're supposed to be spending money in such a way that honors the Lord and, and is a good steward of that. Like, we've put priorities in order and... You know, we're not spending when we should be on whatever we want, when we should be saving or paying for, for certain needs that we have for our family or for ourselves. Um, but in the very beginning, just to invest in what the Lord is doing all around the world, he can take what we have and do so much more with it than we ever could. And I want to say that, too. Like, some people think, I, I can barely make it on 100%. How on earth could I make it on 90 if I'm right. giving 10% to the Lord? How could I even do that? But the reality is we, when we give our best to God, he takes his hand and blesses what we have left. Mm-hmm. And that 90%, here's, I'm not just telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I've experienced over the course of my life is that God stretches that 90% and blesses it in such a way, it goes further than 100% ever did. Right. And you and I had this conversation last week, and I've just come to the conclusion the older I've gotten is that even if God didn't do anything else additional for me as I give, it's still worth it. I can't think of anything else more important and more worthwhile to invest in than him, him and his kingdom to honor That's him true. in that way yeah. to give him give back a portion of what he's already given to me but the fact of the matter is he does bless us in many ways right. whether it's financial yeah. or spiritually or through friendships relationships opportunities all that kind of stuff yeah. um, he does it anyway just because he knows that giving and generosity is what's best for us if we do that in the right way and he always blesses obedience. That's right. I think the first 10%, like when we give that, I think it shows honor to him. 
I think it shows that he is our priority. Absolutely. And I also think that it shows that we trust him with the rest. Yes. He's never let me down. No, and he won't. That's good. That's good. And also, it's, it's an issue of, of not what you're giving, but the heart of, of what you're giving behind it. So oh, I think absolutely. the, the, the oh, message and the challenge you gave, you gave us was just so... Well, so good. Speaking of giving of our first, you were also talking about what day that the week starts with. And I think you had some some uh, confusion between whether it was Sunday or Monday. Yeah. So we're going to clarify that for all our listeners There's today. no confusion, Pastor Jonathan. The week starts on Sunday. It sure does. And if you believe the week starts on Monday, you are now on my personal prayer list and may move to the North Park prayer list. No, no, you got to say what you said before we started this thing. Oh, what I really wanted to say was that if you don't start your week on Sunday, you are a psychopath. That's what you said. But now you have to edit that out. No, we're not editing that out because it's true. Um, So what I talked about was the fact that I personally... My perspective is I like to think of my week as starting on Sunday and ending on Saturday. And the reason is, is because Sunday is the day we worship and it's the day we come to church and worship with our church family and and really dive into his word together. We do that every day. But today, Sunday is that day we set aside for that. And so in my mind, I like to give the first day of my week to Mm -hmm. the Lord. And so that's the why I view Sunday as the first day. And then for me, Saturday is kind of like a Sabbath. So you know, we start that day with worship on Sunday and kind of end it with a with a Sabbath on yeah. Saturday. So good. And I just thought about it, but if you start your day your week with Monday, then you're ending your week with Sunday. So it's kind of like him God is giving him the last. So that's kind of the same thing you're talking about with Cain and Abel. So I love yeah. it's it's a simple perspective change and one very simple setting you can change on your phone. See you guys. See. Start with Sunday, Sunday. not Monday. Um, but I <laughs> yeah. thought that was that's was, that's was such a good point. Yeah. Um, and these things, it really is a heart issue. It's not even about money. It's not even about your calendar, it's it's truly about it's about your heart, yeah. and that we're giving God our very best every day. Also, from this past week, you said many people want to live a life of generosity, but they don't think they can afford to give. Yeah, I think that's true. I think really people want to be generous; they're just not sure how. And some of us have made choices that have put ourselves in a tough financial spot, and so when we're presented a question from the Lord to respond to or a need to respond to, we're not always sure that we can do that. I even started with that question. If you remember, what if the Holy Spirit put a need in front of you right now? Could you respond? Would you respond? And I think everybody would want to, but some people would think, I just can't afford to do that. And and the debt that, that, that many of us carry around is the reason why. And so we've got some great resources to help people with some of those things. In fact, uh, we have some resources to share with our church family um, that we discovered even just this week. Things like uh, how to how to pay our bills when you don't feel like you have the money to do so, how to budget, how to pay off debt, um, how to invest your money, uh, how to negotiate a pay raise. Come on, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, selling a car with negative equity, successfully managing money as a single parent, successfully managing money with a non-participating spouse. These are all ebooks that we have on specific topics from Joe Sangle, who wrote the book, I Was Broken, Now I'm Not, who we shared about on Sunday. Mm. Yes. And 
Um, if you can't remember all of those resources, that's fine. We are providing all of them just a click away on our website at northparkrdu.com. You can type in northparkrdu.com forward slash podcast, or you can just go to the website, click the media tab, and click on podcast. At the bottom of that page, it lists every episode of this Sunday to Sunday podcast. Just click on episode three, show notes, and all of those resources that Pastor Anthony just mentioned will be linked there for you. Good stuff. Good stuff. As we close out this episode, Pastor, you want to give us a preview of, of how we're going to lead into um, our Legacy Sunday this I upcoming am week? very excited. We're ending our 21 days of prayer and fasting this week with our One Thing Prayer Revival. And I'm going to be preaching on Sunday my favorite story from the Bible, David and Goliath. I'm going to give you a little hint of where I'm going. The very sword that Goliath used to intimidate David was the very sword David used to cut off the head of that giant. Spoiler alert. Spoiler (laughs) alert. That very thing that the enemy tries to use against us, I believe is the very thing that God will use as your story of his faithfulness. That's so good. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm pumped for this. This weekend, um, One Thing Prayer Revival will start Saturday. This Saturday at Riverbend. Cornette's going to speak on Saturday evening. And Sunday morning, we have the voice superstar that's right. and lover of Jesus, Brooke Simpson. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Just a reminder for our listeners, we release these episodes every Wednesday at noon. And again, we want to thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information and links to resources mentioned in today's episode, visit northpartrdu.com and click on the podcast page. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks again for listening. Join us every Wednesday for new episodes of Sunday to Sunday. Sunday.